Thanks for joining us for another episode of The Damn Podcast. I am your host, Corey, and joining me as always are my co-hosts, Mira, Nick, Hello. Justin, Hey guys. And Jamar. Hey. How you guys doing? Uh, just a uh, bit. Started off a little r- rough this morning, but otherwise I'm fine. Yeah, yeah. Everybody get their coffee? Yes. No, I, I have, did. No. I have a cup right here. I will be drinking oh, during I the should have made one. I didn't think about it. Um, so what we've been up to, I've been still um, addicted to Final Fantasy. As per usual, um, still edited against it. Um, well, I mean, Inazuma was like really fun. What are your so thoughts? I, I like, yeah, I like, I'm done. I, I oh, all completed everything. I finished everything in like a week. I was, uh, I was out of town, I was at my mom's, um, um, back in Tennessee, and uh, I just had so much free time, um, that I just like when it came out, I just marathoned it and um, got it done as soon as possible. But even then, like even if you just throw yourself at it, there's only so much you can do because they time gate a lot of the quests. Um, like some quests, like there's specifically one quest, you'll do it, and he'll be like, "Okay, I think we're good. Come back tomorrow." And then he does this for five days in real time. Real time five days, so they they lock a lot of quests like this in Inazuma. There's like four instances of that, um. So it took me a while to get everything done. There's still some achievements I don't have, um. And I'm I haven't actually put on. I don't know if you know this, but you can put on like what commissions you want to get every morning. Um. I I just kind of left it on Mondstadt because I want to finish all the achievement commissions there, and then I'm gonna change to Inazuma probably, but. But yeah, overall it's been fun. Um, Ayaka's really fun. I'm looking forward to Yoimiya, but... Yoimiya, that's, that's a new, that's a new uh, Fire Archer, right? Amber <laughs> replacement. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she's interesting, but I've heard like she's getting a lot of reworks. So I'm not sure if what we actually played in her story is going to be the same, so we'll have to see on that. Um, I see. But it's going to be a rough uh, couple weeks for Genshin because it's like five star, five star banners, like new five stars. So it's going to be like, like tough. when I looked at that, it's like I still that a lot of the five star promo were all females. Like, is it just females? That's, like the yeah, that's features? usually how it is. No, it, it alternated between female and male uh, in in terms of five star in the la- in the yeah. Lead, I believe. I guess Not we really. don't know when Toma or that cat like, guy is coming out. Like I know, like. Like the only male I've I know from Inazuma is uh is uh Kazuha. Yeah, I guess they kind of did. Yeah, it was like I don't know if the other to... the other male characters that I've seen are going to be five star or not or four star. It was I like Klee into what? Who came after Klee? Ganyu? No, I think no, no. There was I think there was wait, something no, it was in between. Child Zhongli, and then yeah, Ganyu. Uh, wait, wait. Al- didn't Albedo come out before Ganyu? No, Albedo was after Ganyu. Really? Yeah, it was Ganyu okay. then Albedo. Okay, then I, I know, Albedo I know that Shao like... came after Ganyu, I think. Yeah, Shao came after Albedo uh-huh. because everybody was like, "Oh, do I roll on Albedo or Zhao?" And everybody was holding out, so they made Albedo really good to force people to roll on him. Um, but yeah, yeah, I'm a little, I'm a little behind on like the on catching up on the Inazuma lore. The only thing I watched was like a 
a little bit of of Ayaka's role in the story and a bit of, of the Blake Bale four characters. That, that that girls. Name? Bale. Uh, ball. Yeah, ball. Yeah, the, 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 you know the the girl who with the sword, the, yeah, the sword in yeah, her. The one from Diablo. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Um. Yeah. The next four characters are releasing are girls. Um. There's Ball. There's Sarah. There's the water mage girl. Um, and Seiyu as and well, Seiyu. the four star uh, ninja girl yeah. that I'm looking forward to. And then Yoimiya, so five, right? <laughs> five, actually. That's what it seems like. Um, the only guy characters they've really shown are like Toma and um, the general of the rebellion, whose name I forget. But um, yeah, so um, we'll see. That'd be nice. I heard, I heard uh, some stuff about Inazuma and in that Inazuma is the region. Where everything wants to kill you. Yeah. Like yeah. Even, the, even the Lord of the Rings trees want to kill you. You'll just be walking. You'll just get struck by lightning. <laughs> you'll get struck by yeah. You'll be struck by the the the, the hilly churls guarding the treasure have been replaced by a samurai. Yep. Ooh. Um, I've also been watching a little bit of anime. There's not really that much good stuff on this season, or at least stuff that interests me. I've been watching slime. Um, yeah, catching back up on Reincarnated as a slime, and uh, part two of season two is out, which seems like a better production structure for them because it feels more um, cohesive than the first season. Like the first season felt so rushed at the end. I feel like they've kind of got it down this time. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that two part schedule really helped them in development. Um, I've been watching Odd Taxi. I'm almost done, I'm working on it. I I actually fit I actually finished Odd Taxi to this morning. I started oh, yesterday nice. and finished it. Yeah. Okay, so you can chime in on it a little bit. Yeah. Um I've been playing ES8, which um we uh oh, the got one? a review copy from um NIS America. So Oh, we will be, oh you um, mean nine? You mean nine um, then. Oh nine, my bad. He's nine. Not eight. Right. It's those Latin numerals. Or... Um, yeah, yeah, I'm bad at Roman numerals. Yeah, Monstrum Roman. or or Monstrum Knox. <laughs> yeah, if you want to be a, pedantic about just... Monstrum Knox. Uh, yeah. It's been fun so far, so I'm looking forward to um, reviewing it with you guys, and we'll yeah. have an episode I'll, I'll, out I'll, for that. Yeah, I'll probably I'll start on it today. Yeah, it'll be fun. I I, I took a little. I saw a little bit of the combat because I never played an East game before. It looks this looks the same like as Tales. Tales. Looks, kind of like kind of looks, sort of. Yeah, it kind of looks, reminds me of, because uh, I didn't play Trails either. It kind of reminds me of Tokyo Xanadu. I mean, Tails, not Trails. But oh, it reminds Tails? me of really? Tails. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I thought it, it, kind I thought of, it, I thought it plays kind of like Berseria a little bit. Okay. I, 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 I just, rem I was more reminded of like Tokyo Xanadu because they're also by Nihon Falcom, and that's yeah. the only one game I played from them. Um, so. But yeah, people always compare it to like Zelda games, um, the Ease series at least. But um, so I have to try to figure that out. Yeah, but, like the oh, sorry, interrupt. Like okay. the first East games were kind of like Zelda two, mm -hmm. so that's okay. why there's the similarities there. Uh, how about you, Justin? What have you been up to? Well, uh, for a long, long journey through the Great Ace Attorney, that 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 was that that was what my primary goal was for the. Uh, the uh, the <clears throat> it, it, it that's my my primary goal for like the last week, the last week or two, I believe. But when did Great Ace Attorney come out? Two weeks ago? Oh, well, a little less than that. Yeah, a little less than that. Uh, yeah, I think it was two weeks. Yeah, 
Yeah, so uh, I fin yeah, so I fit I finally finished it and wow that it was definitely it was definitely a long journey. Like like even though I was only playing the second game because I already played the first like a while ago. Like Great Ace Attorney Chronicles Two, well Great, well, Great Ace Attorney Two, it's like took me over forty hours. And granted, this was me trying to bullshit my way through some of the puzzles because I either didn't remember details or I wasn't really sure where they were going. And I tried my bet, and I, I ended up having to, I ended up having to use the story mode to get one, no, 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 two, two things that I could not, that I just could not get through, and uh, and I was kind of embarrassed at one of them. I was like, oh right, yeah. When I saw when it, when it was pointed out, I was like, oh yeah, that that that's that's what happened, yeah. But uh, as for and uh, but I I finished I finally finished it and. Yeah, this is this. It's definitely the best traditional uh, Ace Attorney game I've ever I've ever played. Like, even though it is fucking long and it runs out of new gameplay ideas by like the uh, third case of the first game, it was still it was still really fun. It had it had like it, the the epically told story through all these cases and like on all the characters are, and all the characters are great. Even though it does re even though. It was reusing like some some old like plot ideas from the previous Ace Attorney games, mm. but overall it, it was just it was just great. It, it was just great. The prosecutor Van Zeeks is so awesome with his you know, how he looks like a vampire, and then he his his uh, ways of of prosecuting is just to drink from drink from alcohol and then throw and then throw the alcohol away, or or when he or when he just slams his leg on the desk like he's fucking sanji from one piece it's like it's like yeah how dare you <laughs> he 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 is awesome and yeah it's been and of course sherlock sholmes aka sherlock holmes he, he's a that. yeah he's no a, he's a delight he's a he's a delight okay like i, I he is so del he is like one of the funniest characters i've seen in an ace attorney game the way he just like Every he's the way he's just so smart yet so stupid. Mm -hmm. It's great. Like what? Like and and I really like the new mechanic they did for it with Ace Attorney. Even like it still has like Ace Attorney still has has a problem in that you have to present evidence in the exact order the game wants you to, and it's so 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 it can, it's a little rough in that regard. But the store, but the way that the cases go turn out is like. Let's just say I'm definitely looking forward to the visual novel group playing that game, but at the same time, it's going to be a long endeavor. Because like, because the, the, the ones take forever too. So. Yeah, but the, here's the thing: the Danganronpa games. Uh, let's see. It would take like if you played that by yourself, it would normally take like 20 hours to beat to be, well 20 hours for the first game, and then increasing a little bit as it goes on because they get longer yeah. as with each installment. Great Ace Attorney one and two, and by the way, these are one story. You have to play both of them to get the entire story. Uh, Great Ace Attorney Chronic Chronicles in general, it'll take you like eighty hours if on a normal playthrough. Exactly that. It's uh, like the second game alone took me over forty hours, and uh, the first game was also pretty long too. So yeah, so yeah, it, it was definitely a very. It's a very. Uh, long game if you want to do the great ace attorney but well, you guys will get to it i mean you could always just yeah. break it down into like two parts like that yeah but yeah that definitely but, hiatus for a bit 
Yeah, that that's definitely a, that's definitely an option. But I'm not really sure. I, I still have not fully decided if I like this or Ace Attorney Investigations 2 as my favorite Ace Attorney game. It's definitely my favorite traditional Ace Attorney. But uh, Investigation 2 was also really good and also shorter. So, but uh, that's that's a subject for another time. And that's really the only video game I put major time in. Like everything else is just like eh, throw away. I don't I don't need to talk about it. So. In terms of anime, uh, I did watch I did watch some of the uh, acclaimed stuff that people have been liking, seeing how they did. I did Vivi, uh, very 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 uh, well produced. Did like did like the uh, music and the technicals and and it's and it's kind of and it's kind of unique take on like predicting the future. Wasn't big on the titular character herself, and uh, also did not. Also, let's just say the finale was a little underwhelming, mm-hmm. but uh, that's but that's my opinion. That's my opinion on that, and I know a lot of people are really. I just saw that on our Discord that some people are just praising Vivi on there, and it's like, well, it well, yeah, it does have a lot going for it, and uh, but I can, obviously can't say too much because Vivi is also one of those series where you don't can't really spoil it. Yeah, can't, yeah. So. Um, I have caught up on uh, the Vanitas anime, and I'm 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 mostly enjoying it for Vanitas, honestly, because like mm. it's 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 rare, it's rare to see a vampire show where the vampires are like the normal folk, but then you got this human who uh, uh, who is like who's like who's basically acting like the cut the cocky douchebag who will save the vampires. And it's like, huh, usually it's the other way around. Like, you get the vampire. Yeah, it's a really interesting role reversal in that way. Yeah, so it's like, I, I'm mostly, though, it's, it's just for Vanitas' personality. He's that the smug, that smug asshole who, who basically, basically date rapes a woman, and then the woman starts to fall in love with him afterwards. It's like, only in anime. Only in anime can you get away with this. <laughs> Uh, and if you're, or if you're hot, but uh, I don't think that actually would. That there was some happen. vampire shenanigans going on, but uh, there's also yeah. yeah, been some questionable sort of stuff well, going to be on fair. in the show. But I, I think mean, it's doing all right. That, yeah, to be like, to be fair, it's vampire rules. I don't make the rules on vamp. I don't, I don't know how vampires <laughs> uh, judge that kind of stuff because you know the woman he date raped was a vampire. It's like maybe vampires see it differently. Even though in that show the vampires are supposed to be more human than the actual humans, so uh, or the only one human that we see, so who knows? Yeah, mm. plot-wise, it's pretty. It's pretty like you know, it's nothing. I wouldn't say it's 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 basically what it it is what it is sort of thing. Like it's uh, human wants to save the vampires and all that stuff. You're pretty much you pretty much know what you're in for. And. Uh, Finally, uh, there I did. I did watch All of Odd Taxi. Definitely, definitely a very unique show. I will say though, I didn't love it like everyone else seems to. Like, and it's mostly because I did not think the main character, uh, the the walrus, the te- the epitomous driver, was as as interesting as all the other characters. I think he's not it's, supposed to be for a reason though. I know there is a reason, but the problem is that you're left with him. He takes up so much of the screen time and that, and it's like, it's like, I just want to, can I focus on these characters? And so the other characters don't get as much screen time. 
and it just feels like and it just felt like that they were more perfunctory they were like as like a cog in his story rather than people with the i mean they, they do have their own stories but it just kind of felt like they were in service of his story to a degree i feel it, like and, he's doing a service to their story because they needed to have like somebody to have a dialogue with yeah and he's just well, there he's like uh-huh uh -huh, i mean yeah, really yeah <laughs> but yeah but then but there, there's like the joe rogan other characters. of the show yeah but yeah the thing is though odd taxi is mainly his story because and and uh and like so we don't get so we don't get to know the we don't get to know the other character with the exception of like one dude in episode four uh i believe yeah it was episode four who yeah, I that was spoil. like a whole episode was that yeah person. that i wish there was more of that because like when i was watching the show i was watching and it was like why is this not grabbing me like it, it is everyone else? Because this show is like ranked so high on the anime sites. And I know that, and I, I don't watch anime YouTube, but I know that every you every like big YouTuber who finished the show like praise it to I hell. And I was like, hmm. oh, I, and I was like, oh, I think I know why. It's because like when I'm when I'm comparing it to other shows that I've seen that I've seen do the multi-character approach from like Paranoia Agent to um you uh, HBO's Euphoria. I'm not. It, it it really is down to how the it's a lot of the screen time is on our walrus, and uh, I just did not like the. I and I didn't. I just did not like him that much. I didn't think his story was that interesting. And uh, when I found and uh, late when he becomes more involved, like later down the line, I found his involvement to. I still did not find his involvement to be that to be much much more interesting like i really wanted to see like I, I think his friend the guy who like lied on his dating profile that he was a rich dude was was more interesting than him hmm. yeah so like like i really wanted like like he would still be a main character but i kind of wish like it had done like more of those character centric episodes like, like the gotcha dude like like in paranoia agent did where i like like I think I guess like the first character they introduced in Paranoia Agent, the mask, the girl who created the mascot, is technically the closest thing to a main character. But then you also had like these other one-off characters who had like these their own episodes that builds up over time. But then you had some like some weird episodes too. And uh, I can I I wish they had used a little bit more of that approach with Odd Taxi because it like the story is well written, but. Uh, the character they use, the main character they used to tell that story was not that appealing to me, okay. and that that and that's why I didn't like Odd Taxi as much as everyone else. I think I think a lot of people like relate to him more or just appreciate what his role was more, which is why uh, why Odd Taxi is like ranked twenty nine. Just really big in the taxi driver fan base. Yeah, 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 probably. Yeah. Also, uh, without getting too and, and without getting to Wanda's I did not think. Uh, well, there are two. There are like two big plot twists in the in the final episode that I won't spoil. Well, I think there are two. It might there might be more. And I did not find those plot twists to be that in that that interesting. Yeah, but, but I I can't say why. But I was like. But the reason I, but let's just say the reason I didn't find them that interesting was because I go like, well, that, that explains something, but they didn't really add much to the story. It kind of reminds me of like the, I, I won't, I won't say it's a direct comparison, but it reminds me of like the final plot twist in like Kingdom Hearts uh, Union Cross, where everyone is, uh, I, 
well, I don't know if I should spoil that, but everyone is this one person. Also, spoiler. And uh, yeah, I, spoiler. I didn't, I didn't think, I, I didn't think that plot twist added anything, obviously, and so did a lot of Kingdom Hearts players. And I kind of felt similarly about like some of the plot twists and the final plot twist in Odd Taxi. So and uh, and and aside from that, the only other anime I watched was. I didn't catch up on it yet, but I, I watched like a good chunk of the my, of My Hero Academia season five, and uh, that that class war arc was boring. I'm not gonna lie, that, that that was boring. That was like it was it was it was too long. It really could have been short. It really could have been shortened to half the length, and it was just like uh, uh, my my hero at this point is getting is getting is getting a little is getting a little tired to me it needs to do something really special to like inject life into it right now but that's just me all right next what have you been up to jamar mike is back up um for me it's probably gonna be some of the same as Corey. so Playing a lot of Final Fantasy XIV or trying to play the catch up with um, the relic weapons. So basically, each expansion kind of have like this end game final weapon. So I've been kind of grinding on that, and I realized I discovered rediscovered my passion of healing people. So I've been playing as White Mage, and basically, you kind of have to balance keeping the tank alive and the party alive. And still kind of do damage at the same time. Mm -hmm. So at times you're almost calling the shots depending on who you're playing with. So that's been cool. Um, I think the group that Corey and I belong to, we might start doing um, kind of like specialized raids. So I think once we get our acts together, we'll get that going. Um, what else have I been doing? I actually started playing Mega Man 3 again for the Nintendo. The actual like uh, cartridge, not emulator. Oh, wow. I found it at a half price book, half price books for twenty bucks, and I'm like, oh, I'll buy it. Hmm. So um, realize, realizing kind of like, wow, this was full price, fifty dollar game back in the days because I used to have it as a kid, and kind of finished it in forty five minutes, and it's like. When was the last one made after this? And I look up like Mega Man Two. It was a year before. Then I looked up Mega Man Four. Uh, four. It was a year after. I'm like, they was cranking the game. Oh out, yeah, like, there's so no much. way. Oh yeah, like because they got up to the... like. I mean, they got up to nine. Yeah. Um, but before the SNES was done, right? Yeah. Let's take into account inflation. I think eight was the one that that got into the. Oh yeah, you're right. You're yeah, right. eight was the one PlayStation. Seven was Super Nintendo, and one through six was Nintendo. Eight, eight, eight was the one with Doctor Wiley. Yes, yeah. <laughs> best voice acting. But um, those are the Assassin's to... Creeds of the day. Yes, <laughs> just yeah. boom, boom, boom. Who's in the office that could uh voice record something? All right, cool, do it. Yeah. Oh man, what else I've been up to? Personal side, like work's just been kind of crazy at Microsoft. It's the new fiscal year, and um, there's been a lot of internal changes. So I'm moving more into a technical role again after probably five years. So 
been trying to figure out the new infrastructure of like window windows 11 and whatnot so that's been fun and for anime i've been watching let's see if i could get the name right yura michi uh onisan right so, the uh the uh, one with the, the one about the dude who is like the mass is like a children's entertainer yeah it's a children um is a children yeah let's talk it's about the staff that works on a children's show. So think of, actually, I can't even think of a children's show that had like the adults. Sesame Street. There you go. So you have these three. Of the, Did we have that one in the states? I, it was here. Yeah, it was here. Like, I watched it. It was like here. the Wiggles. Until he got arrested. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> oh dang. <laughs> yeah. He exposed himself. Not on the Pee Wee lore, I At guess. A movie theater. <laughs> yeah. Well, Which well, was super he, mild. Isn't he, isn't he back now though? I know that yeah. his. Like, yeah, he's been like, back for like ten years. I yeah. know, like his, yeah. his new his new Pee Wee movie was on Netflix a few years back. Yeah, it was actually pretty good. Yeah. But yeah, it's with these three um, adults, and basically there have been breakdowns during the uh, filming. One has alcohol problem. Another one is like going through like a girl's midlife crisis and she wants to be married. And the third one looks so far pretty much perfect. I haven't found his uh, hiccup yet. And then you have people wearing like the stuffed animal costumes and <laughs> they have their own like mental breakdowns. And like the best thing, like the director, he's just like all happy and just making them do random stuff. So that's. I think that might actually be my top anime for the year if it keeps up the pace it's going. I'll have to check it out. Yeah. And I'll probably add one more thing outside of video games and anime. I ended up buying a truck. So the F-150 Raptor Super Pro truck. And uh, realizing it's super big. I can't fit in a regular size spot. And I look like the dirt bag because I take up two spots, and it's like I see the pain. They're not all jerks. So when in Texas, you know, he yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, Nick, what have you been up to? Well, cool. Uh, yeah, so I f was able to finish out a couple of shows in my backlog. Uh, Zombie Land Saga Revenge. Um, that was pretty good. I'd mentioned it last time. It has some more info on like the history of the saga prefecture and stuff too that was neat how they tied that in uh and then the world ends with you the animation um also i mean the, yeah the quality didn't really like improve all that much it's kind of just if you're really into the original game or you wanted to catch up on the story without playing it again before playing the new game then it's there uh and then also oh but yeah there's a little question that oh, before you get anyone. Were there any improvements that the anime did to the that that were better than the game? Because even like even the like, Persona Five anime, I've heard did did a few improvements, even though people agree it wasn't good. You didn't I have to play the game. Yeah, I would recommend it honestly over replaying the whole game, uh, especially like the DS. Well, but then the Switch version of the original game had its own issues. Yeah, so it's tricky to recommend. But yeah, the DS one I I really enjoyed when I I got that one. I mean, a while back. Um, but like, it's better the animation in the sense that it shows like the characters and like just not static uh, images when they're talking and stuff like that. It's also all fully voiced. I mean, of course. But 
Um, and some of like the final fight scenes and all are a little bit more epic, but it's still it being a no more game and all that. It's still a bit open to interpretation how things go and the endings, twists and stuff. But I enjoyed it. But it's it's a if you don't really like the animation, if you don't like the uh, style and all, then it, it may not be for you. Um, I also finished. Uh, I've been killing slimes every day for three hundred years. Show that's it's just. They t the ending, I don't really, I guess, want to spoil that, but it, it's a cozy show. It's not really, like, much of a plot there, but if you're looking for something just to relax and, you know, get a harem of different magical creatures as you live your idyllic farm life in a RPG game, then I, I guess. But it's hard to recommend that one as well. Hey, Nick. Uh, yeah question you finished zombie land saga you said right yes yeah um in one word or a facial expression what did you think of the ending uh, it was because it was like after it was like a heartwarming thing but it's also like there's like a big tragedy in japan basically i i don't know if that was based on like an exact historical earthquake oh. or something and it's like everyone was brought together by a concert to raise money, which I mean, which is like very nice and like heartwarming. But is that really realistic? Does that really happen? And the guy from the back flashbacks was there somehow. I did you see the real ending after the credits? Did I? Uh... Yeet. You probably need to go Remind back to the me. Maybe I should double check on that. Yeah, I don't want to spoil it. Oh, wait, 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 wait. With the, the thing? Yes. Okay. Yeah, what the heck was that? <laughs> Actually, I do recall, because I saw that on Tumblr then, too. The next season is going to have, like, yeah, things, even more ridiculousness. If you thought zombies becoming idols was crazy, apparently it's going to take even a crazier turn. That's like okay. yeah. I've, heard, I've heard a little about bit about yes, that. Yes, I remember it, that. Is, now. Is, it, is it like it? it, it so it, it kind of went like what, like like a joke ending of Silent Hill or something? It felt like a joke ending, but I feel like it was referenced earlier too, randomly someone in at some point in the show. So I don't know. I haven't read the manga, but it's it's apparently going to be no manga. Yeah, it's an original oh, story. Yeah, that would be why. <laughs> I see. I don't know. I yeah, think we'll it's going it to be pretty stupid, but I'm going to watch it regardless because I actually want to see how this is going to factor in the previous yes. saga. That's a good... Yeah, thanks for reminding me about that. I had totally forgot about that secret secret ending. Yeah. Uh, and then the other thing then too, yeah, besides Genshin, uh, what I've been playing is then the sequel to the original World Ends With You, that's Neo, The World Ends With You, which honestly, I... I'm only so far into it on day five if it has the same sort of day sequence thing as the original game where there was, what, like three times seven days of days. I don't know how long this one is going to be, but from the percentages of completion that it's been showing me, I'm like nowhere near so far in the game. But there's already been, I would say, a lot of improvements from the original. Um, each character has like a really crazy power to like do mental stuff and then if the original game you're fighting with two characters at the same time, yeah. 
We lost him. Hello? 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 Is everybody back? I'm back. Yeah. I don't know exactly quite what happened there, but I guess we were, we were showing how we went from... It looked like you had a stroke. You, just, you, you were in the middle of uh, talking about it, and then you're like... Oh no, did I freeze? Yeah. I oh froze. no! Yeah, oh, right, dang. Bro. Oh, sorry about that. Uh, let yeah, me see. Okay, if I, I can rewind. Uh, but yeah, but I've, I've been enjoying the game basically uh, a lot so far. Um, it's got time travel. It's got just ridiculous the plot so far. Um, but that's you know of a Kingdom Hearts spinoff game basically at this point. You know, I, I should be expecting yeah. all this, but but I've been I've been enjoying it. The first cool. game also have some of that uh, time travel stuff as well. Uh, makes my head hurt to think of the plot of the first game, but I want to say at least this one has been more cohesive in a sense. Um, you're also even at one point you're fighting. That was something I forgot. You fight other players. Like in the first game, you were only fighting these noise, these creatures. But then in this one, you're it's like a team sort of thing. There's like rankings and stuff, and you actually fight other humans in this in this underground area. That also have like their own psychic powers that fight back against you. So that's that's also a bit of a twist. Um, but it's it definitely shakes up the gameplay of the original while still keeping all the elements of it that made it fun and unique, I guess. Uh, so I would recommend trying it out. Uh, Question: What did you think of like um, their new interpretation of Shibuya and like the music? Because that was always the big thing from the original. It does have like a lot of the same tracks I've been noticing. Um, some have been kind of updated or remixed, or maybe a bit more like rock version. Uh, as I would say, I'm not a music expert, so I can tell you exactly. Um, it does have some new tracks then as well that I'm kind of uh, picking up on, and that that are good. It's it's like the brands of the original game too. Most of them are back. Uh, of the clothing and the pins and stuff, but then there's also some new ones that are added in, and it's like uh, I'm hoping to see more new stuff, maybe. But it's good also to see the old stuff returning, and that also applies to the music, I guess. Uh, I actually don't remember how many tracks was from the original. Corey, do you remember? Like, I think I know three songs because it it repeated a lot. Yeah, like there 11, was a lot. Main ones, yeah, yeah. And I have been kind of noticing that too. Um, when you go into and out of shops, like the background music and the overworld changes between like one of three tracks, or at least on this current day five that I'm on. Um, and that's I, I've heard these three tracks then a bunch, but it's each new day kind of has new music and new battle themes and stuff too. So that's not good. We'll see where it goes. In total. But I would say probably the only like like ten or so are probably repeat. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I'll keep you posted. I'm gonna try to finish it eventually, but don't want to spoil it too much. But it's I've been yeah. doing it. Cool. Yeah. So news. Um, I I didn't want to cover this at first. Uh, 
the guy, the myth, the legend, uh, Chris Chan is back Ooh. in the news. Um, Ooh, it's the guy. <laughs> so, this guy. oh this gosh, guy? <laughs> this is the most documented person on the internet. Um, I've really, mostly for there's all of the worst reasons. Yes. Uh, if you want to know more, this guy, Gino Samuel has a YouTube channel that has, I think currently a 60 video documentary series because he just puts out so much yeah. of himself Someone on the internet and everything off this person is probably all yeah. to say. Uh, you can make a YouTube channel. I just make a channel off of Chris Chan is, yeah. is like, I don't know if that that says more about Christian or the people who pay attention to Christian. It's kind of like reminds me of DSP in that regard. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bit infamous. Um, one thing to clarify is a lot of people refer to him with male pronouns instead of is technically transitioned to female being Christine, but like there's a reason for that. Not everyone that's doing that is like just oh, yeah. to be anti-trans. Um, but if you want to know what that reason is, that's just like the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to know more about this I, guy, yeah, yeah. Reminds, I'll let you do your own research. Remind, yeah, it reminds me of how people see Digibro these days. <laughs> it's just a whole rabbit no, hole no, into an ant. So that's fun. Um, it's just interesting seeing that on like actual news stories that are trying to cover this guy, the creator of Sonic U and all that stuff. But yeah, mm -hmm. that's that's his own thing. Um, so some Dallas updates we got. Uh, I had wanted to kind of mention these before, but uh, slipped my mind. Uh, the Kimball Art Museum is having a new uh, Buddha Shiva Lotus Dragon art exhibit that has some cool art from China, India, Southeast Asia um, that's been collected by the Rockefeller Foundation. Um, but it's still really neat stuff if you're into art history and uh, art from that part of the world. Uh, the Perot Science Museum, then also in Dallas, uh, is has a new exhibit based on Guinness Book of World Records uh, and kind of the physics and stuff that go into behind those, how those were done. And they even have stations that are like interactive that you can yourself try and beat those records potentially. Um, and uh, for the Perot Museum in particular, uh, Thursday nights now, uh, they have a new event called Perot on Tap, where it's a after hours, 18 plus event where they also have like beer and uh, food trucks and stuff. Um, so definitely like an adult sort of themed thing where you can also learn about science and physics. Uh, then there's been a new big uh, downtown Dallas food hall that opened up uh, this past week where there's 16 different uh, new uh, international uh, restaurants and all this stuff if you're looking for uh, fun dining experiences. Um, the thing uh, is, though, uh, um, so all of that, maybe, yeah, is that is that related to the restaurant week or is that its own thing? I think that's separate from restaurant week. I want to say I'm uh, pretty sure it's separate separate yeah. from it, but it just kind of perfectly coincides <laughs> with it, huh? Right. Um, I'll have to go. Um, but yeah, so all of all of those previous things are kind of with a big asterisk uh, there. Um, Dallas also recently went back from yellow to orange to red COVID level threat oh, within it, like it, two weeks. Is so it the same level as Austin right now? Austin is also at their own. Yeah, they have a slightly different yeah, they use threat level line. system than we do, but it's basically the same thing. So if you're not vaccinated, honestly, don't 
do any of those things. Um, even vaccinated people, it's like recommended, you know, try to eat outdoors, try to, you know, social distance, max, mask up and all this. Um, so hopefully things will get better, but with the Delta variant getting around and schools going back into session and Abbott not requiring any children to even have proof of vaccination or anything. And Lambda, uh, not, you can't forget the and Lambda. And there's another yes. variant coming out. Uh, I hate these patch notes. Um, I just don't want to think about it right now. Just compare COVID to like a Dragon Ball Z character. They just will <laughs> not die. Right. So we so will. Many forms. Hmm. We will be sure to keep you guys posted on if any upcoming meetups are going to be uh, affected by this um, on the Discord and then also on the meetup events themselves. We'll let you know if you're sure, attending any of those. The August stuff will be affected, but that uh, the first one we have October. Uh, let's just say get get insurance. Yeah. So. Right. In short, yeah. Be smart. Follow CDC guidance because oh. That's another thing they just released. Uh, CDC is recommending wearing um, masks in indoor environments, even though even if you're vaccinated. So just remember that again. Be smart. We can't tell you what to do, but the science is out there. Especially if you like live around old elderly uh, people as well that are still even. Even yeah. more susceptible to it, you know. I don't just, even think totally. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't discriminate because I have yeah, we've seen workers. Yeah. Um, five people within my team got it, and they've been out for almost a month. So, oh, dang. Cool. Anything else in Dallas that's been happening around, or? Uh... Uh, or Nick, Nick, are you muted? Oh, you muted. Eh, okay. Uh, clicked off on the thing. Uh, so we got some Olympics highlights then. I'm going to try to go through pretty quickly. Uh, the opening had video game music, but no Nintendo music, because uh, actually we don't know exactly, but um, there's been some interesting things about that. I thought, they, no I thought Nintendo, Nintendo music. pulled out. Nintendo. Yeah, Viola. they were originally supposed to be there, but then there's been some uh, behind-the-scenes talks that maybe Nintendo doesn't really but the Olympics in general kind of haven't been as popular that they're still having them in the middle of the pandemic. The and all very anti-Olympics, as you can see from their right. partnered Sonic. They literally have a Olympics Nintendo games. Olympics game, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. but there hasn't been an official statement, that, as far as I can find, as to why the Nintendo music was kind of because mixed I out of the playlist. Yeah. Because why I remember when uh, I think we all seen it when they announced the location that is going to be oh, yeah. Tokyo. Mario was a big. Uh, component off it. Right, that's a little suspicious. Um, yeah, Prime Minister Abe like hopped out of a pipe or something at the Rio Olympics, yeah. I recall. Yeah, I so. Miku was like planned to like sing at the Olympics too, but I don't think that happened. Well, there is still the closing ceremony coming up, so who knows what could happen. Um, the flowers and the Olympics medals also have a lot of meaning. Um, there's five types of flowers that represent uh, Japan's recent tragedies, but then also their hopes for rebuilding the country. Uh, the Olympic medals are all made out of recycled consumer electronics. Uh, that's been neat. That's been they've been taking donations for that since uh, 2017 or. So. Uh, <laughs> there's been honestly kind of like funny, but also embarrassing uh, racism and sexism going on, like. 
uh, South Korea like posted when they're like, oh, here's all the countries. And then where they're like, oh, here's the Ukraine. They showed a picture of Chernobyl. That's like not really appropriate, you guys. Um, they're using like pizza to represent Italy and yeah. like these things. It's like, okay, yeah, I guess technically, but you're not really supposed to like say these things. Um, and there's also been like a lot of the uniforms for the female uh, contestants have been like criticized. But at the same time, it's like, guys, these were delayed for a year. You had like a whole year to plan out what you were going to wear. Like, I don't think they just yeah, opened then they, their... Then they get to choose because like a lot of, yeah, and a like, lot of oh. the people have different costumes from one another. Like the Team USA right. that I saw, they all had different, um, they would all wear different uniforms. And I'm like, yeah. well, it yeah, so like it's like you guys really should have like, yeah, you should have figured this out before like you got out there and then you're in a skimpy bikini, you know, for sand volleyball. Like, ah. Um, this is also the first game to feature uh, skateboarding. Um, a 13-year-old Japanese girl actually won the first gold in that, which is neat. Uh, there's been a lot of records that are being broken this year, especially in swimming and then also track and field, which has some new technology with the shoes and the track uh, that make people run faster, but it's technically everyone has the same uh, like advantage in that sense, so eh, it's interesting. Um, a guy in uh, windsurfing actually won gold uh, as he was cosplaying as Aang <laughs> from Avatar. Um, he shaved his head and dyed his hair blue, so that was fun. Um, XQC, the Twitch streamer guy, uh, got banned on Twitch for uh, streaming the Olympics at one point. Um, but then he's, like, suing NBC. Yeah. So oh, we'll boy. see where that goes. I'm, I don't really I don't really care. I, I, I just know I just know of it because you know XCC is so big that the new that the that like Philip DeFranco covers him. So I think he's yeah one of the biggest Twitch streamers. Yeah, it's so like, we'll see. Like, yeah, it's like he has he he's not the most subscribed because his audience is mostly children who can't pay for the subscription. <laughs> but at the same oh, time, baby. so many children watch him that he he gets more he he's like the most watched Twitch streamer that I know. Uh, like. Hmm. But NBC um, has some big lawyers, so right. I, don't think, I don't think it's going to go that far. Probably not. Uh, yeah, so currently, uh, last I checked this morning, Saturday, uh, China is winning the most gold medals, Quite followed dirty. by USA, uh, though technically USA has the most like total combined medals. Yeah, gold, bronze, 108. Silver. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and uh, think, yes. And Nick, if you want, I could actually knock down the top five since I'm looking at it. So oh, if yeah, we're yeah, looking yeah, at moving. yeah, if we're looking at just um, gold medals, is China, United States, Japan, the Repu uh, Russian uh, Olympic Committee because the issues that Russia couldn't compete, so they had to go <laughs> yeah. by uh, another uh, like a subgroup to um, play, and Great Britain rounds out for that. Is much I thought ROC. I thought ROC meant Republic of Czechoslovakia for the longest time. Right, it's a bit confusing. Um, it goes yeah, back to like so... their 2015, like all their doping and stuff. And so Olympics were like, uh, you can't actually compete under your country's flag because of that. So yeah, you like a JoJo character. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, but yeah, so that's where they're at. Um, I think the plan is still. Uh, Beijing 2022. Um, so actually, in less than six months, uh, February 4th will be the next Winter Olympics due to how the summer ones were delayed for the year. Um, but there's a lot of people that are like, uh, maybe we don't want to go to China where there's like 
still the ongoing human rights abuses, and there's still a lot of kind of unanswered questions about the pandemic and stuff. Um, CIA director guy William Burns is like, yeah, the Chinese government has not been transparent, has not fully cooperated in the WHO's investigation, and they've told us that they're going to continue to not be uh, compliant. So we'll see how that actually goes. At least, like, Japan has been, in general, like, nice and you know, accommodating for the all the Olympians. We'll see how well China plays on an international stage um, in less than six months at the next Olympics. But as we all know, China don't give a fuck. So <laughs> they'll they'll China go and do what China go and do. Yeah, it's interesting because like they don't really need like the money. Japan kind of really needs to recoup like a lot of the costs and stuff for hosting the Olympics. But yeah. China's economy, like they're doing pretty good. Um, there's still. It was noted that they're still probably going to have a lot of like uh, pandemic cautions and stuff even at that one, so we don't know if there will be people able to attend in person, but uh, we'll see. I don't know. I mean, the Olympics don't really make that much money for the hosting city because, let's see, I think builds Canada. up tourism, though, like following the Olympics. All right, so Canada, Montreal, Montreal if you're a French-Canadian, I think they just finished paying off the stadium from when they last hosted. Hmm. And it's just been like a tax nightmare because it doesn't get used for anything else, really. And for Japan, as you know, there was no tourism for it. They built out hotels. They kind of opened up more. um, They laxed the rules on like Airbnb. Nobody came, and with well, COVID, come. yeah, I know. With yeah. COVID, all that money's away. So yeah, but it's the Winter right. Olympics. Nobody super cares about Sean White's gonna win, and um, <laughs> we'll get so a new sad. game. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so the next big thing then I've been uh, following, there's been a lot of like scams and like technology hacking stuff going on this past month. Uh, the largest cybersecurity hack to ever happened actually just happened again then as well. We've had solar winds, we've had the Colonial Pipeline, Orion hack, and then the recently Kaseya hack. Um, and these are kind of, it's a new thing. They're being called supply side hacks, which is basically instead of um, just hacking like one company, these guys will go into basically the producer or basically the person that is like, creating the software that then gets sent out to all these other companies. So like they're hacking into Kellogg's to put their cockroaches in the boxes of cereal that then everyone else goes and eats and then everyone gets the cockroaches. And uh, that's kind of really disgusting, but um, it's, it's a really crazy thing. And, and apparently it's gotten to infiltrate uh, our own government, the finance sector, department of defense, agriculture department, and then also private sectors such as NVIDIA and unfortunately Microsoft. Um, all these people have been affected by it. Um, the Colonial Pipeline in particular also came to light. If you recall that one, well, all the oil prices and stuff went up. So it turns out it wasn't actually like their systems that like for delivering the oil to the gas stations, it was just the payment method for Colonial. Um, so they couldn't like, get money from people and it was actually the colonial ceos that were like oh until we're able to make money again we're gonna stop sending our 
trucks out, but like the trucks weren't hacked. Like the pipeline itself wasn't hacked. No. It was just their financial like program. So that was interesting. Um, they had to pay 75 bitcoins uh, to these hacker hackers dark side, which is uh, $5 million to actually recover all their ransom financial information. That's actually not that bad. They could have got charged like a half a million doge coins. But, <laughs> but on a serious side, with these like hacks or like kind of infrastructure um, disablement, $5 million, $5 million, $5 billion. Million. I had double check. Oh, yeah. That's chump change for them. That's like one of the CEO's yachts. Sure, right. I think the uh, dark side was trying to say they weren't trying to cause problems for the people, like regular consumers, but in turn, it just kind of backfired on them because, like you said, prices went up. If invoices can't be paid, um, you just F up the whole supply chain. And if you know what semiconductor shortage, it drives up the price for the consumers. So, end of story, we get hurt at the end. Right. And we've been seeing a lot of these. So, yeah, Dark Side is one. And then our evil gang or rebel gang is also behind the Kaseya hack. And a lot of these places, they've been traced back to Eastern Europe and Russia. And you know, they're like, oh, it's not really the Russian government that's doing this, but it's like the amount of computing needed to to do some of this stuff, you really need like a nation state level backing to be able to break through some of this encryption and stuff, apparently. So, but it's not like Russia's just going to admit like, oh yeah, haha, we hacked you guys. Like, eh. so we'll see where it goes if any sanctions and stuff come out of it, but it's something to definitely keep an eye on. Um, then we turn to uh, also, I felt was interesting. Uh, Israel actually, they have a new Pegasus software um, that doesn't sound ominous at all. Uh, that has apparently been infecting, or at least been getting into a lot of like government um, uh, phones and just places all over the world. That's like uh, also into journalism's and uh, journalists and activists. Uh, that's like really able to basically, if you heard of, like the NSA hacking, you know. Americans or like being able to record our calls. This is like that, but on a global scale. Um, and it's definitely like just not appropriate for them to be doing internationally and all. So we'll see if that gets worse or if that's where that's going to go. Interestingly, then too, there's been YouTube account scams. Um, even this, the most famous guy, uh, Jim Browning, if you've heard of him, he's a famous no. Indian reverse scam hacker. He like uh, exposes a lot of these Indian call centers and stuff. He was hacked by these guys that were pretending to be Google support um, and basically got him to kind of copy over his entire YouTube account. They said it had something to do with his AdSense and basically deleted his whole account, though, um, was the end part of it. Um, this also affected uh, some ordinary gamers, um, uh, that guy, and the spiffing Brit as well, um, or at least they were attempted or contacted by these same guys that were pretending to be uh, Google because um, they can apparently now mask their email address to be from at google.com, but that's not actually Google support. Um, recently then, too, even the FBI's uh, Internet Crime Complaint Center just released their annual report from this last year that there's been a lot of crime uptake, especially since the pandemic. There's been a lot of emergence of scams that are trying to exploit people working from home and vulnerabilities with
So what can you do? <laughs> um, honestly, I'm Change more so. <laughs> yeah, I'm more right. so like talking to my own coworkers at this point. But it's like, just take this stuff seriously. Like, read up on cybersecurity, like the things that are already in place at your workplace. Um, change your password. Use two-factor authentication. Cover over one. links. Yeah. yeah, when like you get emails. Um, and if you see an email from Google.com, like that can be spoofed now. Um, my own company uses this thing called nano learning as well, where like every couple months or so we'll get the latest update from our IT department. That's just like, Hey, here's what's going on. Or maybe literally what's happened to our company. If we've been victim of phishing attacks too, where people try to like steal passwords and all that stuff. Um, and also something that, uh, Charlie pointed out most critical, um, was that YouTube is never going to actually directly contact you. <laughs> He's I mean, been on the platform for, like, that's years. True for like every, that's true for, like, every yeah. YouTuber who has, who has, if every YouTuber will complain about that if you've been around. Like, they never, like, directly, hey, we saw something wrong with your account. Yeah. Like, the only reason that they're contacting you is because, like, you're getting demonetized or, yeah. or something, and it's just automated. Oh, auto. Yep. Right. <laughs> uh, but so even then... Most of the big companies, they don't really care about you. If they want your information, they'll do it in the back end because YouTube will delete stuff in the back end and tell you about it later right. sometimes. So if you get one of those emails and you don't trust it, you could just reach out to support directly and have them confirm it. But like Nick says, use actual good passwords. And if you forget your password, okay, just get it reset. Because instead of pinning it underneath your desk and have your password, Weeboo, Ichigo, 4000, <laughs> a lot of uh, technology now, like, there's, like, machine learning that can brute force passwords with ease. So, just be smart, be careful, and don't save your password on your keyboard. The drive safe. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Uh, that's all I got. Uh, Dustin, did you want to go over some anime news? Is there anything anime news? <laughs> anything worthy this time? Not really. Like the only like anime. I'm, I'm gonna be honest. Anime is just such a bad source for news. It really sense. is. You're right. Anime like, is just dead. like the only like the biggest thing that's happened in the past in the past few weeks is that. Lisa, uh, Lisa was like, uh, is taking a bit of a hiatus because, uh, because of like I don't know health issues, but we, but we all know it's because her husband had an affair, and it's oh. like, what? Uh, it's oh, like, nope. does anyone really care? Hey, I mean, besides the I Lisa care. fans, obviously. Hey, I mean, I mean yeah, I yeah, Lisa, yeah, Lisa is big, and I know her husband's big too, but it's like. Whatever. It's just it's just celebrity news. It's like yeah. I don't give a shit about celebrity news. Unless get, unless unless you tell me that one of them unless you tell me like, you know, one of them died, then I'll go, okay, fine. Like ugh. But but like when it's when it comes to affair stuff, it's like who the hell really cares? Again, Justin, I'm gonna say I care about this one because Nick and Corey just laughed. That means I have a chance at Lisa. So yeah. Once uh, the borders are open, grow out my hair, drop some weight. There you go. Get some uh, plastic surgery. Boom. You do? 
who's actually married, right? Does Aaron listen to these podcasts? She does. <laughs> I'll get hit for it you, later. You gotta cut this, cut this part, Corey. No, oh, I'm fine. We'll I, I stand by this. We'll do a disclaimer, Aaron. And... I, think Lee, yeah. I don't think Lisa would support this. Like, I, I've heard that she comes from a bit of a broken household herself from divorced mm. parents. So going through a divorce of her own, probably not, probably not good mm. for her uh, no. mental health. But, that, uh, but like I said, I don't know too much about it. They're, they're keeping quiet, and it's honestly too lame <laughs> to comment on. Yeah, on but, a serious note, that sucks. But Yeah. The, other thi- the only real thing is that the uh, – well, as, as, you, as some of you might know, there has been a Netflix Pokemon live-action adaptation announced. Oh. And it's like, um, okay, I don't, I, don't, I don't care too much. Because is Game like, Freak doing the CGI for the Pokemon and they're going to fight no and de- they are actually not going to touch each other? There are no details on it, so it's like all we can do is speculate. I like but uh, Detective I, Pikachu. And, and still wait for the Cowboy Bebop live action series to uh, try and end the One Piece and like all those other live action series that have uh, not really. Are, dude, it's like, whatever. I don't care. Okay, if I hear we'll it's see. good, then maybe, but... Uh, yeah, we'll just have to wait and see on that one. Yeah, yeah, it's it's so much wait and see. Like, And, like, the other thing is that uh, Crunchyroll hit 5 million subscribers. It's like, well, uh, more money for them. And that's really all that I've got. They, that wait, doesn't equate that, to quality. Wait, is yeah. it 5 million paid subscribers? or? Yeah, yeah, five... yeah, it's, it's paid. All right. So, they they okay. kind of have to, to be counted as subscribers. No, like, because I mean, making an account I don't think counts as as subscribing. It kind of does. If you look at, it all depends on how you want to play the numbers. Um, Epic Games does a similar thing where people that sign up for the free games uh, are counted as Epic customers. Yeah, even though they may not pay for the game. And yeah, for but them, I, yeah. I think I think it's this. I think. I think from what I saw, though, subscribe uh, like maybe maybe I'd have to read the article again. But from what I saw, I I, I I always assume that when they mean subscribers, they mean like the people who actually like pay for Crunchyroll, not the ones who just make the account for Crunchyroll. But but again, like, that's still good for them because yes. even if half of them are only paid, the free ones are advertisement. Uh, they yeah. get advertisement, and they'll get that advertisement revenue. Uh, so, uh, my account on there has been dead for a long time, and from what I've heard, Crunchyroll is still not working all that correctly. Uh, so, they have uh, a new beta version running. It's adequate. I would say adequate. Mm-hmm. So, well, I haven't, I haven't, u- I haven't used Crunchyroll or Verve for like ages now. Nowadays, I'm just nowadays I'm just using using the uh, the other sites. Yeah, I use the other sites to the only the only problem I have with the other sites is sometimes the Chromecast doesn't work right. But other than that, it's like it that is a, that is a sacrifice I am willing to make to watch to watch Odd Taxi. Well, to watch Odd Taxi without having to, even though Crunchyroll did produce that. So, uh. we first get into but, game news. But, 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 Anima- but animation keeps buying all like all everything else, so it's like. Grant, granted, I can watch some of the Funimation stuff on Hulu, but not all of them. Like, I'm lucky to see that Vanitas and Sunny Boy are on on Hulu, but uh, 
but you know, not all their stuff is on Hulu, like so. But but that that's neither here nor there. But yeah, anime news. And also, uh, also, but uh, I guess I guess one other thing I can say is that uh, um, I did notice I did notice that uh, ANN has gotten even less relevant over times. Like with their with their with like some of the writer, old writers leaving, and also and also their need to constantly advertise that in one of their Lisa articles when they reported on the, the issue, they put like Lisa was involved with all this anime. I'm like, oh god, yeah, it it, it really is like watching a nerd trying to flex their knowledge of stuff that you don't care about. Whenever you read one of those, but it's but, like what you said. Um, anime news is kind of hard to report on, yeah. so they gotta do something. Being A and A, yeah. So, but that, but yeah. Anyways, yeah. Let's move on to the true news of the day. The what video game news shall we hit on first, guys? I think we should start oh, with so um, much. We'll start on a good one. Um, as you know, uh, I'm about to call it Smash Brothers Ball Brawl, but Smash Brothers Ultimate is pretty much at the tail end or development. And as Sakurai said, there will be no more characters. No more. Said that last time. No more. No, Sakurai's no more. a big liar, though. I don't yes, know. He's actually we, we usually know. true. But... Yeah. But I, mean, no I feel like if they extend it anymore, the hype is just really just going to really die down. Well, because... it's not even about hype. It's if you put it in like a fighting game um, situation, Finding games have seasons, and each season have X amount of characters. So to keep people engaged, you introduce people more characters in it to extend the life in the game. Smash Bros. doesn't have to do that. Ultimate is like, here's all your fucking characters. Leave me alone. I haven't slept for six years. Can I have Waluigi? No, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> but they pretty much laid up this whole plan. You're, you get all your characters. Here's a couple of guest characters from partners. Go fuck yourself. Because mm. this game's probably going to last for several more years if they decide to do another one. But I think this might be it for now. But um, back to the main thing. Nickelodeon's making their own kind of Smash clone called uh, Nickelodeon All-Stars Brawl. And it actually... Before? Huh? Like, didn't they do one of those before, back on like PS2 or something? No, I think you might be thinking of PlayStation All Stars. I no, I know that exists, but there was like they a had a racing game battle stuff. royale one where they had a it was it was it was like a um uh, it may have not have been an actual fighting game, it may have been a um party game because yeah, they had game. a bunch of those, but um. This actually looks legitimately good, and it's covering characters from my generation of like Nickelodeon, like Ren and Stiffy, yeah. uh, Paladin Toastman, and to like some of the newer characters. Yeah. Of course, like you get your SpongeBob, your Patrick. I'm not sure if Jenny the Robot's in it, but that wasn't that popular of a show, though. <sighs> popular oh, enough, they get memes. My teenage, but... yeah. But the uh, developers of it are real big fans of it, or Smash, and it actually looks legitimately good. You know, so is developing it. Is it uh, Slap City? Mm, yeah, uh, I think I don't know. That is. Lu- 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 Let's see. Uh, do we have it? 
Ludicities and Ludosity. game mail entity. Sounds like a um like a porn website. <laughs> Ludosity. Um so these were the guys, yeah, that were the developers of Slap City, which was a like indie Smash Bros. Yeah. sort of clone, um, but that had just really good netcode that people know uh, really yeah. enjoy that. So that'll be something honestly to look forward to. So do you want uh Corey, do you want to go into the Steam Deck that everybody likes? But I think it's kind of It's I I'm yeah. I'm one of the advocates that it's trash. Same um, here. Like most Valve um hardware that they release, I think it's trash. But um and as I dug into the um specs a little more, it just kind of like further reaffirmed my point on that. Reaffirmed my point. Um so let's see here. We have let me get the full spec sheet up again. We have yeah, an AMD Zen 2, which is an okay processor, but it's old now. I mean, yeah. we're on Zen 3. Uh, we're on Gen Zen 3 now. Um, it has, it has 16 gigabytes of RAM, which is pretty standard now. Average, yeah. Uh, you can get the half a, you can get the 500 gigabyte NVMe SSD. If you don't know what that is, it's it's like the new form of ssd that's that the read and write speeds are like as fast as you can really get right now but even um, that's been out for yeah i mean it's yeah. been out for for like four or five years for now yeah but um yeah i mean that model the 500 gigabyte model they're charging like 650 dollars for the 500 gigabyte model so you go from the the 400 64 gigabyte model to the 650. So they're charging, they're upcharging you $250 for a 500 gigabyte NVMe stick, which is bullshit. There's no and, actual change other than that from the looks of it. Yeah. And to me, again, this is my personal opinion. Uh, people are claiming, oh, this is going to be the Switch killer. But even with its outdated specs, the Switch has holds up. a great, it has a great library and, um, uh, it's half the price. Sometimes you yeah, get I mean, cheaper. And this is a little bit bigger screen. Um, it's LCD, not the OLED switch. Um, the resolution's twenty eight or twelve eighty by eight hundred. So you're getting a little bit higher than seven twenty p undocked switch with a consistent sixty hertz, um, sixty fps, really. But I you mean, get a game, it's not you, yeah. amazing. I mean, that's you just... Get, yeah. You could get a, a basic gaming laptop around five $600 and get more usability out of it. Yeah, and I mean, even... even You could even go pick up, like... I don't... Do they even sell the, the Steam? Um, no. Uh, they don't sell the little, like, uh, Steam boxes anymore? No. They um, had, like, a $2 fire sale, like, three years ago, and I think yeah. a couple of them. But I mean, like, even then, you could just use, like, an HDMI cord to your TV or something. But, um, I don't know. If you really, really have to have your Steam games portably, then I guess. But even, you could probably find an NVIDIA Shield that does it just as good or something. Yeah. And how big games and updates and patches are, that's not even Call of, uh, Call of Duty Zombies can fit on that. Yeah. 
I with these kind of systems, it's like with the Switch, you have the flexibility to bring it to the bring it on the go is what sells it to me. Yeah. Um, and I could I mainly play it at home, but I can take it on the go. I just can't see somebody having um enough opportunity to really warrant like a six hundred fifty dollar purchase on the go for a Steam Deck. Uh, yeah. God, yeah, and no, honestly, not. the price. Looking at it, they're they're trying to sell it at a profit, not a loss. Mm-hmm. So you can't do that. I might as well buy Scout PS Four Five if I'm gonna. Nobody spend sells that consoles money. at a profit anymore. They really well, don't. Uh, or at least break even. They might sell a break even, but I don't no, think they sell at a profit anymore. Um, past the Xbox and PS Four vanilla, all consoles after that been selling at a profit i guess that makes sense because you know the, yeah. the hardware got cheaper over time well it's not even that it's back in the days you sold the console at a loss so you could get the adoption rate high because now everybody's kind of on the same level field you kind of don't have to do it and especially when you have robust libraries like sony and microsoft has they don't have to worry about, oh, we need to undercut the other person. They could sell it within at least at cost. So I don't know. I'm gonna pass on it till it goes on like twenty dollars. Yeah, on I don't Steam know. Sale. I hopefully hopefully we get like one of those ridiculous sales again. Um I just I don't know. I, I feel like they could have done so much better for that price. And we've talked about it multiple times. The tech's there to get a $300 portable console with close to 4K res. Yeah. It's it's not like it's unreachable. So, no. I don't know. But, for, uh, for me, it's a hard have, pass. Yeah. Justin, hmm? Nick, any interest in the... Like any... I said, not really, because, like, I don't play... I don't really play games on the go very much, and it's like... Yeah. And, and like I got my PC, why would I need to play pay this much money for alternative when I could just you know pay try 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 to pay for an or at least hold out for an, another goddamn PS5 sale before so, the PS before they inevitably make the PS5 Pro and 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 make my uh, purchase worthless. So it was sold to me in like uh, terms of it would be able to emulate other games um especially with like nintendo switch is their own online service not really having anything from nintendo 64 era or gamecube era and no like plans that they've announced especially to do that the impression they let you do that kind of customization that's uh, making a lot of assumptions yeah that you would be able to hack into it and all this just because it's a computer you could just get a vita and do that yeah, or something. right. I mean, it's pretty so, easy. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, the Vita was to me one of the ultimate indie portable uh, systems with an OLED screen. Yes, with OLED screen, not the mm-hmm. LCD. Mm-hmm. Also, it's well, been pointed out too by someone that, like, the if you look at it, how the joysticks, like, your thumb is supposed to, like, actually reach up all the way up to the joystick, it's apparently going to be very, uh, I was like the Steam your, controller where it's like kind of that. It's like they sticks. It's weird. They took the yeah. the switch design positions, and everything. And you're like, okay, you can copy our homework, but like, you know, don't make it obvious. But they made it like a lot worse, like ergonomically. So maybe mm-hmm. they'll change the design before it's released. But no, they I, won't. 
I don't have an extra six hundred dollars. All that left. Remember the Steam controller fiasco. It's, it's hard to it's hard no, to shop you... the Steam controller. That's one of the best controllers. So, uh, so real life story. So I have a bunch of them because I got them really cheap during the sale of like twenty seventeen. So I'm like, all right, I'm trying to get Aaron into playing more PC games back then, and I'm like. Let me see how a non-gamer feels about the Steam controller. So I hooked it up, and I forgot what game she was going to play. I think it was Fancy Star Online. And she told me straight out after a minute, she's like, this is a bad controller. Mm. So Confirmed. Confirmed. How are you going to do that to Valve? Yeah. put so much work into that. Yep. I have <laughs> one... I have one quick story nobody cares about, but um, maybe Zach. I'll get Zach to listen to our podcast. So, uh, Street Fighter V announced their final DLC character named Luke. So nice. I heard about that. Yeah, so um, what the new creative team of Street Fighter V said, Luke is going to be the future. So, it's alluding to he's going to be one of the main characters for Street Fighter VI. So within the past year since um, Yoshinori Ono, the creative producer of Street Fighter V, left, there's been like significant upgrades, improvements to the game where people are actually coming back to it, playing. And depending on how they do the, the mechanics for the loot character is going to dictate how Street Fighter Six is going to look. So... Hmm. Interesting. Um, so Pokemon Unite also got released between our last episode. <laughs> Did you guys happen to play it? No, obviously not. And honestly, that game died like real quickly. I still like. I still hear people talking about it, but not, yeah, not as much. Yeah, it's like it. Like after the initial positive reception, I think it's the pay to win <laughs> that killed it. Yeah. It just went it just went dead and like I, I haven't checked the Twitch numbers lately to see how many people are still playing it, but I never hear about it anymore. Like it, it, it seems to it it does definitely is not have the lasting impact that Genshin does. I heard it was good. It's just the the store is really what kills it. Like like yeah, the, the gameplay is there. I read, I read some of the negative user reviews because it, the, the user reviews were initially positive, but then they got really negative within like the next few days. I was like, uh, okay, so basically, like some bad pay-to-win things after a certain level or something like that. And uh, I only saw like a little bit of gameplay from, like I barely, I barely looked at the thing. Like I said, I barely heard about it. It's just like it, it just came and went. Oh yeah, I definitely haven't seen gameplay character tutorials for all the Pokemon existing there currently. Um, but it's it's very much like League of Legends, it turns out. Yeah, I know But the that. games are only, like, ten minutes long, so some people like that, and there isn't, like, a real in-game chat functionality unless you do a voice chat. Um, so some people are saying it's a lot less toxic than League because those games can last, like, 30, 40 minutes up to an hour, and you have no chance of winning, and if you leave the game, then you get penalized. So people like it because of that, but, hmm. yeah, the level 30 items that you can buy with like real world money for a hundred dollars or so pretty much completely break the game and 
make your character way overpowered and move faster and do more damage and all this stuff. And it's like, yeah, why did yeah. you just put this in? It's like the League of Legends shop that you're using your credit card instead of gold. From them. Yeah. Um, cool, cool. Um, did you want to talk about the Genshin figure Nick? that's coming Not out? Not really. Uh, I was just trying uh, to put some stuff in yeah, there. There's, there's there's some there's Genshin characters. There's a mono figure like, yeah, now yeah. by Good Smile. If you know, yeah. um, if you know the figure manufacturers. Yeah. Oh, oh is it Good Smile? Good, good Smile. Oh, good smiles. Yeah, they're they've been getting involved and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. The weird thing about this figure I just noticed is like you can pre-order now, up to September, right? And it doesn't actually release until September twenty twenty two. No, that's not the right? Is that you? That's probably yeah, usual for figures. Yeah, it's a long but, time to make. But yeah, that's right, just cause... ridiculous to me. No, this has been going on collect for sales years. numbers that that far ahead. I guess to make sure it's worth it, but it's just it'll probably, probably sell like crazy. The thing is, it's like a cheaper option to get the hundred seventy-five dollar figure than it is to actually try and just summon Mona in the game. Yeah, probably. <laughs> it's just like the gotcha. So, really lucky. Um, outside of that, uh, there were some sales numbers. Does anybody want to talk about sales numbers? On um. Oh, so, yeah, it's something that people were just pointing out to me, because there's a lot of criticism for Skyward Sword and then the Ratchet and Clank uh, Reasonable criticism. games, yeah. which, yes, uh, it was definitely deserved, like, why Skyward Sword was the price it was and stuff. But, Plus the Amiibo. Uh, yeah, that too, but it turns out a lot of gamers kind of were speaking with their wallets, and they bought these oh, yeah, games like it. games. Yeah. It does it. And it's just... Buy it. It's yeah, unfortunate, one, but yeah, that's what uh, happens. You really should not listen to people who like. Well, don't put that much stock into people who like criticize like the price and stuff because they they, they will still fucking buy the goddamn thing. It's, it's like, just like just like that goddamn Genshin Impact boycott like, that happened a few months back exactly. that they didn't actually want to boycott the game, and I'm like, you do know what a boycott is, right? I remember a boycott, but um, yeah. Yeah, Nintendo fans. Yeah, it's like, why are you even, like, complaining on Twitter and stuff? Yeah, if you're still gonna just buy it, like, yeah. I mean, first of all, nothing that's said on Twitter actually matters, so. That's about... What what else do we have here? Oh, I mean, obviously... Obviously, nope. there's Activision Blizzard stuff that we gotta dig into. That's gonna be uh, another... Yeah, that's are we, are we, are we gonna make a timestamp for that. That's gonna be, like, 30 minutes. Are there anything else before we... Talk about. Uh, yeah. Nick, did you want to bring There's up anything else? Nintendo Giga Leak. More stuff is still dripping, still leaking. Um, the, there's just like a planned Sheik-focused game that was going to be a sequel to Ocarina of Time uh, that got canceled, and then there's some oh, other really uh, games. Well, right, if, right. If Metroid Dread can come back. That can come back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then just some alternate like inspiration for the nintendo wii's development if you're curious into like nintendo history and stuff like that um there's just more uh, stuff out there that you might find oh. interesting awesome and i'll cover the last part before we get into the real stuff that matters yeah Halo, uh infinite beta has been going well and yeah. looks like it's gonna hit 2021 um, maybe maybe it's it's still like it still just says holiday season well, yeah. which is like you can't oh. 
what time is holiday season? But um, they think it's going to hit end of the year. But, I think um, um, some leaks said middle November, actually. That sounds about right. Um, that would have been, like, normal release time. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. So, I can't... I can't remember. Are they releasing the multiplayer? They're releasing multiplayer first and single player yeah. later, right? Correct. Gotcha. Okay. So, so do you buy the game up front and then you get the single player added? I think. Or do you buy them as two separate purchases? I believe the multiplayer is going to be free. Oh, okay. So you just play. And then the game is going to be you pay for, or as always, you'll play what on about game the in game shop. Uh, to be determined. But I think yeah, there would be item battle passes still. Yeah, battle passes. The multiplayer that you can buy skins. Jesus. So. What has happened to Halo? With it's in Halo Two. Um, Halo Two was good. Um, how do you oh. want to do the Activision stuff? Because there's a lot that we can end up rambling. Yeah, there's a lot you to, want to cover to talk about. like the high current highlights and then kind of talk about our opinions on it. Yeah, I'll break down the highlights a little bit and uh we can kind of dig into what y'all think. Um so as y'all listening probably know cuz we talked about it a lot in our Discord. Uh but Activision Blizzard's been having a um sort of like an ongoing it has been having ongoing problems for a while, and recently they, they've been sued by the state of California on just, like, a... What's the right word for it? It's like a bro culture, bro... Um, yeah, bro culture. Is, yeah, just like a... Yeah. Just like a... Sort of like heavy sexual harassment in their offices and uh, racial much. discrimination, and it just kind of the list goes on. It's particularly like one um, uh, one name gets highlighted quite a bit. I don't have his name on me. It's like like some supervisor they have there that's been like doing it for over like ten years at Blizzard. It dates back, and um, not to mention they've lost a lot of their key staff over the years. So it was probably like either a result of this or a result of the company just not functioning as it used to. Uh, you had Mike Morheim leave. You had um, who was the recent guy that left? Um, that we we talked about in our previous episode. Kaplan. Um, Kaplan. Yeah. Like Kaplan left, oh, yeah. and then um, pretty much all the old. Yeah, all the OGs. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy because um when I, especially when i heard the states back like 10 years of uh, harassment at blizzard and just like a not a good culture for women or for anybody um who's like racially diverse there um i mean i thought at least with the original staff there before activision really got too deep in that it would be a, like not that bad or it would be you know like they were they were still kind of the company we 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 all liked back like around the lich king area of world of warcraft around the 2010s and 2011s yeah um but that doesn't seem the case i mean it could act uh people have been making posts that it it has impacted games like um starcraft to um you know all the warcraft expansions after Lich King probably got impacted, so Cataclysm, Missa Pandaria, all that. Um, 
So a lot of people have also been boycotting those games, like just don't support that kind of um, those kind of products that have been, you know, a result of those kind of environments. Which I don't really know how to. I don't really know how to tell people to react to those kind of things. Like, do you do you just stop entirely playing those games and supporting them? Oh, um, like I'm not. Wait, I've not on. played an Activision Blizzard game in a long time. Yeah, people actually even oh. push Sekiro in there. And I was like, oh, I don't know. Oh, yeah, that's know right. Sekiro, that's right. Sekiro really. is Activision. I forgot. Yeah. They published it, so, but I don't know if they had much actual yeah. development. So I would say this um, the biggest way you could like not support them, or it's not just not buying their games, but for them, like WoW was one of their biggest money makers. And that's why we had such a big influx of people coming to uh, Final Fantasy XIV. It's yeah. because. Nobody wants to support like shitty culture, and if they don't have those subscriptions, it hurts. Oh, keep going. Oh, I mean, yeah, pretty much. Um, it's 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 crazy, especially because like World of Warcraft for me has been such a like, cornerstone of my gaming life for most um from for me growing up because that was kind of like when I grew up is when you know original warcraft was out original um world of warcraft vanilla there was burning crusade then i played pretty much all of them and then like when they lost um mike morheim and chris madsen which if you don't know he voices like thrall he does like all the he did most of not all the story of um the warcraft games the strategy games and then leading into world of warcraft and that's kind of like when they started to get a downturn is when he started to leave and then the lore got really bad and then we saw all these Activision guys come in, like, I mean, just just recently we had, uh, on our episode 7, we were talking about the Bobby Kotick. He, like, mm-hmm. joined and getting, like, $200 million. And I think he was, um, he, he joined as the, as the CEO to, um, to replace the previous Blizzard CEO from stepping down. But I believe he was actually a Activision, I think he was an Activision CFO before joining. So they just kind of like transfer. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. It's just like complete takeover. It's wild. I don't know. It's for me again. Being like I used to be a big Blizzard fan way before the whole Activision um merger. Like I was playing like Warcraft two. That was my kind of introduction to um blizzard and from there it kind of boosted my love of games to a point that i wanted to try to join blizzard back in like the late 2000s mm-hmm. didn't you and, recently get a, a email yeah <laughs> and like, don't, don't want to skip ahead too far but yeah but um like one of the craziest things and um this was aaron's friend he used to work at blizzard like in the 2000s and it became so toxic there with the work culture grind that he just left and became a bartender in Buffalo, New York. And it's like one of those things, like a lot of game developer programs, they're some of the most passionate people. They want to see their product released. They want their kind of voices to be heard. So a lot of leadership will take advantage of that and kind of forced them to work almost 80 plus hours just to get a release through. But um, 
like some of my friends back in the days, they would um go to GDC or E3, they would just pitch ideas to different executives in um, Blizzard, and um, they would get shut down. And I remember one time, this was 2012, uh, one of my friends had this big idea for like a single player um, game. And uh, he told me, the guy just said straight out, I don't think um, people want to play as a black character. And mind you, he never described the character as black. He It was a very kind of generic um, main character. And apparently this happened several times to other people during their, like, trying to get into Blizzard. And so I'm not surprised, like, this was going to kind of take an effect and start falling. It's just one of those things, like, Kaplan and um were there during some of these uh, interactions, and it's almost like they turned a blind eye and they just kind of walked out, so their name didn't get, like, mud, pin in mud. Because this is not, like, a one-time occurrence, because this will go through HR, just... These things don't just stay in the department. Usually, it creeps out somewhere. Yeah, I mean, there, there's some. There was enable enablement happening for years. We could. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, like I've seen posts all over the place from ex Blizzard employees where they're like, "Oh yeah, I mean, I would email uh, Mike Morheim, the president of Blizzard at the time, and he he would just not respond." And and you know it would still be happening, it would still be happening on their teams. Um, uh, and I also checked actually. Um, Bobby Kotick became CEO on the merger date in two thousand eight, and he stayed CEO since. Uh, Mike Morheim was the president up until twenty eighteen, and then the most recent president who took out, out took off after Mike Morheim left Blizzard was uh, Alan Brack, and he just left the company during all this, so, which, who can really blame him there? He's like, oh, oh yeah, like, this. the head of Big Jar left as well. Yeah, so, so they weren't doing oh, so yeah. great either. <laughs> back to what Nick alluded to, I forgot, a while back I applied for a role at Blizzard. They had, like, a head of IT. Mm-hmm. I actually have to look at because I don't remember. I'm like, oh, this is an easy job I can knock out. And I think my friend applied for a graphic designer. Mm-hmm. And today, at the same time, we both got um, automatic re- rejections. And it's like, oh, well, they're going through a lot of shit right now, so I'm pretty sure they're on a hiring freeze because they don't know what the fate of the company is going to be in the next mm. four months. Yeah, they probably have like the system just... Boot out. Yeah, yeah. boot out all pending, all pending yeah. applications. I gotta what? go use restroom real quick. Too much coffee. I'll, I'll be right back. But... Yeah. How dare you? Um. Yeah. I mean, it's it's crazy. Um. I've been kind of on Blizzard's case for years now. Yeah. We've seen the decline for since yeah. like 2016. Yeah. E- easy. Yeah. I mean. And even before that. Even like... yeah. And I'm I'm being generous, but um. And there there was still like some hope for them with like. Like like the WoW expansions after um, Lich King weren't that bad, but like uh, 
it's just it was a it was a decline honestly it was a decline, but, but yeah it, it sucks um i mean and it's been happening way too re- too much recently with like not only blizzard's been hit with um ridiculous charges like this but um riot uh, yeah uh, riot's so been happening yes. um i think that was in 2018 2019 yeah, was, uh, I think they had a, a strike couple of cases. Riot. Um, there was um, there was cases of people talking about all the harassment there, um, and I don't and think it was harassment related, but you know all the yeah. ridiculousness at CD Projekt Red during the development of Cyberpunk. Um, I don't think it was harassment related, but no, it was, it was more like work conditions. And, yeah, um, it's work conditions, and that's the biggest thing that never been solved. For the gaming industry since it's been um, established, but the reason why I, well, I yeah. bring them up and and um, why I'm glad you brought Riot up is just there's got to be some more accountability with these big publishers, um, at some level. See, the problem is like similar to Hollywood, these things always falls into the cracks, and and yeah. they're not even. And and the reason why they lose staff so easily is because it's just it's not they're 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 not even paid that well usually no. from what I hear. Um, yeah, you start Only as people... a QA. Um, usually in those kind of companies, you start as a QA with and like the lower end of QA too. Yeah, and you work your way up to to um like creative director. You work your way up to like art lead Producer and stuff like that. Or, yeah. yeah, or program manager. But but yeah. And like you said, the pay's not good. I and they remember, overwork the crap out of those people, too. Yeah, and they get paid almost pretty much minimum wage. Yeah, it's, it's, not, a, it's not sustainable right now that companies are still doing this. And, um, I, I, mean, it's, oh, yeah. I mean, it is sustainable for the company itself. Well, because... I don't think it's a sustainable model because when people can just pivot to um, either if they really want to stay in the industry, their own indie company. Um, with all the funding methods available and all the indie publishers who have, I've heard are pretty good, um, or just getting a job in the same industry that isn't at a game company. Yeah, but if you notice, people right, rotate through companies all the time. Yeah, and like it's like being in a bad relationship. Yeah, you and might go. Yeah, you might go to a decent company now, but. Depending on their own kind of work environment, it could have just been just as bad as the one that you came. Yeah, and because it, yeah, I was Sorry. gonna say, and Activision definitely had this, probably had this mentality there where they were just like, we can just find someone else, you know, yeah. like that. And they that's, did. That's where it gets to this point is where the people are interchangeable, and that's why they just cycle out the talent. That's why so many people have been leaving. Yeah, because again, it's that. Oh, I'm gonna work for Blizzard. That's that's a big company. I remember Blizzard as a kid. I remember my father playing Diablo. Yeah. They they get people on that. And Blizzard is a household name. Like you could probably say that or like EA, people would think of they could think of maybe a game from Blizzard, whether mm-hmm. it's from their childhood or from now like Overwatch. Like they heard of it and that's how people get up kind of caught into this. Yeah, I mean, but, um, yeah, it's, 
it's crazy just to have like kind of the one of the titans of childhood kind of taken out like this. But, I was gonna mention too, yeah, the uh, lawyer, the firm that they hired to defend themselves in this California case, <laughs> and in particular, uh, is even worse in some ways. It's yeah. the same yeah. uh, Wilmer Hale firm that like is responsible for Amazon's union busting attempts. Yeah, I read that. Um, and these guys, you look up their own history; they go all the way back to and. Defending they're, President Nixon, like they're a big in firm. Nixon's yeah, trial, so yeah. they're, they're but, a big firm. So hopefully, yeah. it's like it, it's not exactly their goal there, but it probably is. Let's be honest. Oh yeah, um, I just I personally don't like these guys, but no, uh, there's just so much shit I mean, going on with this. Like, like right. by big firm, I mean it's like saying uh, like, oh, uh, like, um, Ernst and Young or like PwC yeah. is doing the count on this. Yeah, I mean it's and it's like it's, it's one of the so biggest massive. lawyers. Like, yeah. yeah. So yeah. So. But hopefully that's not their goal, but it probably is. Yeah. And to me personally, if this brings down uh, Blizzard Activision to a point where they can't recover, I'm fine with that because for all these Great years, things have come and yeah. have yeah. emerged from flames of of. Uh, companies yes. that went awry you know but yeah i hope this actually does send a message to the gaming industry that you can't keep these old boy mentalities from the 80s and 90s still yeah. around <laughs> yeah. and um it's it's just the fact that um some of the demands of the people on strike were like, hey, we we pick the we pick the company who does the investigation. You guys don't pick the company that does the investigation, and then they just go ahead and pick a union busting one and it's like what the fuck? Yeah, oh they know what they're doing. But but I have to pull up some of the demands they had. Um I guess while you pull it up, what else can I talk about on it? But yeah, like you said, Nick, um it's the group that defended Amazon and that was another like gross situation. It reminds me of like the uh, what we had happen with Riot Games then as well. I yeah, want to say... talk about that when you were uh, yeah. Okay, sorry. Well, I was in the restroom. Yeah. <laughs> you got that. But yeah, yeah, the Riot one was was really bad if I remember. Yeah, correctly. yeah, like they were like kind of doing the thing when you hit somebody with the back in hand, you hit the nuts. They were doing that kind of loot, and this is leadership doing to like employees. So yeah, if we mentioned the like cube crawls now, like when you first hear that, you're just like, oh, okay, they had like drinking or something. Yeah. No, this is <laughs> if you look day. at the report, it's like actual the male employees crawling under the desks of the female employees, the and. There's alcohol involved and drugs maybe involved. Yeah. And like just super inappropriate sexual stuff. And you I don't even want to recount some of the other things I've heard about this. Um, yeah, it's like how is that okay on any I found planet? some of the demands here. So this is the one I forgot about, but this one is they wanted Activision to ditch the um to get rid of the mandatory arbitration clauses and employee contracts, which a lot of companies have. Um yeah. But yeah, definitely in this case, that would make a lot of sense to drop that. Uh, hopefully, they do. Um, new practices for recruiting employees. 
um, publication of data on compensation, promotion rates, and salary weight and salaries and wages. They'll never post that. But I mean, um, you gotta pit. You gotta pit. Everything in the air because something might land. Diversity task force be allowed to hire a third party to audit. Clearly didn't happen. Yep. Um, and that's not yeah. even hard because more and more companies are starting to do that. Yeah. Well, it's like <laughs> letting. Uh, it's like, of course, you want to hire your own um, executioner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Who, who shall I? Who shall I hire? This man with the axe. This or the one the with a rubber axe, squeaky toy. Yeah. Basically. Yes, he'll do nicely. Yes. But yeah, that's. I mean, that's pretty much all we can really talk about here. But I mean, in a way, um, I second what you said, Jamar. It's like maybe the best thing is that they just crumble and something comes of the remnants yeah. of the, the key players of Blizzard and they can do something with um, you know maybe they can get the old IPs back or maybe they can do something new kind of like we're seeing or some maybe these... another company with lots of money will just try to scoop up things yeah kind of like we're seeing with some of these Valve um, um, these Valve employees who you know we were seeing yeah. the, the Back for Blood game coming out from uh, Turtle Rock um because they couldn't get the old IP back, but you know yeah. they're still making the most of it. We have yeah. like the uh, X Rare employees making ukulele games. I mean, it's not all bad things when no. studios no. fall apart. That's fine. Um, sometimes it's... it's just the the logical progression in the ecosystem of game development studios. They get too big, they go down. They get a smaller again, yeah. and then they get bro broken apart. And um, stuff for Lion's Head. I don't think uh, Peter. Peter Molyneux is really going to come back from that one. Nope. <laughs> oh, dear. He, he would like to think he is, but I don't, yeah. think, I don't think he will. Yeah. But, yeah, that's about it. Um, does anybody want to bring anything else up before we move on? Nope. Nope. on my end. Serene, nothing comes to mind. No, yeah. no. We pretty much covered a lot. Yeah, yep. yeah, we yeah. covered a lot on Blizzard. Yeah, I, I set some time away aside for that rant. Um, so upcoming event, we have the cosplay karaoke night on um, August twenty first. If you're yep. not in already, you probably won't. There's a long wait list, but yeah. uh, you gotta like keep your you gotta keep your eyes on the on the meetup and on the Discord to snipe events right now. Yeah. We got um, we got Evangelion, uh, the fi the final rebuild film that's yeah. the week before, that aka next week. Yeah, uh, so that's August fourteenth. That. Yes. Okay. Yep, wait list of that is also a little uh, rough, but we we well, we might look into like uh, straight streaming it for people who can't make it. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, August anime discussion discussions on the twenty eighth, and um. We have the damn ghost ghost hunting on August second. Which uh, August second? Or um October second. Okay. Yeah, we're going back. Yeah, in assuming, time for that assuming month. October doesn't become death month for us. Um, slightly more spooky or September. Well, on the bright side, if we all die well, on that ghost hunt, there's a lot of spaces that'll free up on other events coming well, no. So True. figure out the wait list. Yeah. Yeah. It's a goodbye wait list. Like twenty people died on that ghost hunt. Yep. Uh, I was never very good at phasmophobia, but yeah. yeah. Just 
real life God. version of it, apparently. Yeah, we'll have to keep upgrading our maps. The Next ba- one's the just, Asylum. Yeah. Damn goes Asylum. Nick, just stay in the van. Stay I'll in be the in the van. We will. Get my light on. <laughs> Overly huge. Get, Nick's driving away. Or prison. Uh, I'm good. All right. Um, well, thanks everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. Um, hope to see you next time. Yep. All right. See you. Yeah. All right. See you guys later. <laughs>